to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're wa- we're talking about season five, episode 13, Together Forever. And Kelsey, will you please read us the YouTube summary? Sure. Craig and his band finally get their big break when a company in Vancouver offers them a record deal. Liberty takes on far more projects than she can handle in her condition and ends up going into labor. <laughs> I mean fine i mean yeah that works sure succinct can you please tell us about together forever yes together forever is a 1988 song recorded by rick astley apparently it reached number one on the billboard hot 100 what the fuck um but yeah it's a very rick astley 80s song it sounds kind of almost like never gonna give you up but slightly different well it's just his voice and the 80s yeah but like yeah but it's like a similar like it has similar <laughs> notes yeah yeah um and as far as it being the title of the episode it's kind of like the opposite <laughs> maybe it's an ironic title yeah it's like well and maybe it's like craig wants everyone to be together forever but like that's not how life is going it's not the way the cookie's crumbling. Or, alternately, Toby wants Liberty and JT to be together forever. Or, on a sad note, Liberty wants her and her baby to be together forever. It, it goes, I don't know if that applies to that. I know, but I, I'm stretching because uh, otherwise this title doesn't make a lot of sense. I think it's maybe like, it's like an opposite title. It's like, I don't know, Whatever. It's, like, not the worst title that has been assigned to an episode pertaining to what the subject matter is, I guess. It's fine. It I don't know. It is fine. It's passable. Hooray. Um, which is about the best that we can give the Degrassi writers at this point, as far as episode titles Just go. for episode titles. Otherwise, they seem no, to be yeah, doing fine. No, yeah, I meant, like, <laughs> specifically for episode titles. So, the episode starts with Craig and Ellie, like, lounging in his garage, and Craig's like, I would buy a red whatever the motherfuck Porsche something if we won, or, like, I think it's, like, if they had the money, if they win this showcase that we will find out about soon, and I'm pretty sure... I can't remember what kind of Porsche it is, but eight, but Ellie says, that's so 80s, which leads me to believe it's like the same exact Porsche from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Probably. It's a beautiful car. I mean, I get it. It's a, a, I, on the other hand, can definitely relate more to what Ellie wants to do because she's like, I would invest and buy a condo and maybe a smart car. And I'm like, those are literally my dreams. Like if yeah. like all, all of my like, if I won the lottery, it would all be like, pay off my student loans. <laughs> yeah, it would be like, rent an apartment, rent like a nicer apartment. <laughs> yeah, I, and like, I, would, I don't even know if I would buy an apartment. Oh, I would definitely buy a nicer apartment. Maybe I would. That's a good investment. That's true. I'd pay for my student loans. I'd pay off my brother's student loans. By my parents' houses. Yeah. And, like, I wouldn't buy, buy my a brother car. a car. I'd buy my brother a car because he could use one. I don't need a car. There you go. And the rest I'd give to Planned Parenthood. There you go. Perfect. Right. And various other organizations that need it. 
sure. that will especially need it. ACLU. Yeah. Everything. And double ACP. Guys, the inauguration's in a couple days uh, as we're as of time of recording, so we're freaking out. All right. I'm so just, they're in fine. his garage. They're talking about what they would do if they would like win this thing. And Ellie- um, can I just say a note about the garage from the angle that we're looking at it? You can see like the shag carpet and all the like music stuff. And it looks like a still from like what someone imagines like a cool 70s like garage or teen bedroom to be. <laughs> yeah. Which totally. I feel like is. Craig's whole vibe. Oh, a thousand percent. Um, and then Craig's like, "No, no, that's boring. That's boring." And it's like teasing Ellie. And then they start play fighting because they love each other, but they don't can't admit it. Duh. And then Joey walks in and is like, "Um, Craig, Manny's on the phone." And or well, or Craig or Joey walks in and he's like, "Um," and then and Craig's like, "Oh, we were just studying." He's like, "Doesn't look like studying." Oh no, Manny's on the phone. He's like, "Manny's on the phone," and Craig is like, "Tell her I'm studying." And oh, right. and Joey's like, "Doesn't look like studying," and he's like, "Okay, mom." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, he is your father figure, dude." Joey's just being real judgy, <laughs> which like which kind of like, same pot kettle, but like, I, but yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but. Then the theme song plays. Spinner's still alone. Um, and then when we come back, Craig is giving a really shitty report about, I guess, I couldn't tell if it was about World War Two or World War One. I. I feel like it hops between both. It's World War One because they mentioned Franz Ferdinand. Yeah, but then he talks about Germany invading France. I mean, does that happen in World War One? I? I think so. I can't remember. Um, I know less about World War One than I'm proud of. Oh I no, they definitely did because I read All Clear on the Western Front and they fought each other. I mean, All Quiet on the Western whatever. Front. <laughs> all what I don't think it's all clear. I don't know. I read it in like my sophomore year. I don't know. I I admittedly do not know a ton, a lot about World War One. That was a literal decade ago. Either. Um, I always do that. I feel like every time I try to say the title of that book, I switch it, and I don't know why. But it also, it's been, like, literally 10 years since I read it. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, Ellie is talking about Franz Ferdinand, which is for sure, which, it, which is the beginning of World War One. Yeah. I and mean, then, frankly, I'll, Craig well, Craig is doing such doing. a poor job that I don't know what war he's talking about. <laughs> and um, he says, like, there was this part of France, and Germany wanted it bad. <laughs> It's just like Craig. Get it together. Craig's bad at school. Um, also, I just wrote like I feel like Craig should know Franz Ferdinand. Franz like Ferdinand was were like as a band were like at their peak at this time, right? This is like what, two thousand six? Yeah. I mean, it's probably a little after their peak. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, they were still like well known enough. Like Yeah, but how like would Craig actually know like where the name ca- came from? No, but I mean like I I don't know. Like I feel like it doesn't really matter. You just it's it, one of those things where like you know when you see something and it reminds you of something and it sticks. That's with true. You? That's if he had, was paying attention in class and he heard the words Franz Ferdinand, he would have that would have been something that he would have remembered. That would have been probably the only thing that he. Yeah, remember. that's true. But like I remember there was I can't remember what it was about, but I do remember that like Wichita, Kansas was important. 
And the only reason that I remember that Wichita, Kansas was important is because Wichita is in a white stripe song. I know. I know. <laughs> I knew. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, like, uh, it's all I'm I going re- to Wichita. Yeah. It's in Seven Nation Army. Yeah. So it's like the only thing that I can remember. And this is from social studies in like eighth what grade. What were you learning about that happened in Wichita? I don't know. It was eighth grade social studies. It was before it was even called history. That's also why I remembered the entire... I mean, aside from the fact that it's a crazy story, like, one of the reasons why I remember Rasputin and how he died was because, like, Rasputin was a character in Anastasia, the movie. Yeah. Um, Actually, that was in my AP World History class, and at the end of the year, we had to do projects for our final, and this one girl made a game of clue but it was like based around Rasputin's death really it was amazing because because he kept he like they tried killing him in so many different ways I know it was I was it was very impressive I was like that's genius that sounds awesome they should just make that game anyway they should I would play that game there's a really one of the podcasts that I like um uh remarkable Remarkable lives lives, tragic tragic deaths deaths. Yeah. yeah I listened to that episode. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we're morphing into the same human. Um, um, where were we? Wichita? We're in <laughs> history class. Franz Ferdinand. And Craig is doing really poorly. Because he sucks at school. And then the next scene. Okay. Then we go to the B plot, which gets like so not enough time spent on it. Considering like Liberty goes into labor and has her child in this episode. And she's maybe on screen for like seven minutes in the entire episode and the a-plot is this fucking band yeah Yeah, i know i think i mean i get it's probably because it's craig's like last real episode yeah i think but it's like then don't put that don't put the baby plot line in the same one but you know what they love to put serious plot lines um they do i mean spice cancer has only ever been a b-plot yeah that's what i was gonna say like uh, the, the Mr. Simpson's cancer was a B plot for like almost the entire time that it was a thing happening. And Liberty and JT are actually just like most of the time B plots anyway, except for like the episode we found out Liberty was pregnant and like the two part episode about JT trying to like make money for them. Um. Anyway, so we go to the B plot and Liberty and Toby are like getting shit together for some assembly or conference or I don't know and Toby is trying to get Liberty to like talk to JT again and she's like not having any of it but Toby is actually being like he's asking her how she is he's saying if you need anything like let me know and not just as your VP and it's like not creepy or any in any way and I think Toby's being, like, an awesome friend in this episode. Yeah, this episode is the most I've liked Toby in a really long time. Yeah. Like, maybe since the pilot, but <laughs> someone can call me out on that. Because I'm, I'm sure that there was an episode in between where I said I like Toby. Family, or, like, the Parents' Day episode. Oh, which yeah. Which was, like, two episodes after the pilot, but... Okay, so this is the most I've liked Toby since season one. Basically. um, And then... But, and Liberty is like, thanks, but don't talk to JT about anything. But then the next scene, we see Toby, like, talking to JT outside the dot and, like, infor- like filling him in about what's going on with Liberty. And it's this is when we find out, like, Liberty has had no contact with him whatsoever, which I kind of understand because of the drug dealing and the overdose. But also, like, 
He was left in such a vulnerable place the last time we saw him. I feel like cutting him off completely is kind of a harsh move. Yeah, I mean, maybe she thinks it's gonna it'd be best for him if he had as little involvement as possible. Yeah, maybe she doesn't want to worry, you him. know, or maybe she's still mad about the drug dealing. It That's could true. she could be punishing him even though like, you know, he He's he attempted suicide and enough. he like he's definitely been punished enough. Like yeah. she probably still doesn't trust him and That's definitely true. You know. Like I get it. It's not great. I don't think Liberty is handling really anything well. No, definitely not. But JT's still like first and foremost concerned about her and the baby and like like wants them to be okay, which is kind of he like that's never not been the case with him. He's a sweet dude. Yeah. Um but Toby is like meeting with him and keeping like him updated with everything. But he's like, but like, make sure Liberty doesn't know that I'm telling you this or I'm going to be dead. Um. So then the next scene, we're at the dot, I think. And oh, my God. Yeah, we're outside of the dot. And I think we're inside of the dot because or they were, are walking into the dot and they're like, Craig's like, I'm failing history or like I failed history or I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, can we just But jump? this is one we should definitely go into fashion yeah, release because absolutely. I know you, we need to talk about Marco's hair. Jesus. Okay. Well, <laughs> from the beginning, let's start with um, Toby is wearing this yellow and brown stripey shirt that reminds me a little bit of like preppy Charlie Brown. <laughs> um, and then JT is wearing like robin's egg blue sweater on top of robin's egg blue popped collar and it's a lot for me um liberty's wearing overalls pregnant overalls the pregnantest overalls marco's goddamn cornrows his cornrows are so bad horrible why i don't know why i don't know why were they ever like a trend among white people i don't know like, but they kind of are again. Are, They're uh, not being called true. cornrows. They keep calling them boxer braids, oh, and Kardashians boy. keep doing them. But I'm still like, you guys. Like, it reminds me, like, I remember, like, when I was in, like, elementary school and middle school, girls would, like, come back from vacation yes. with, like, cornrows. Or, like, but it was always, like, the half. It was, like, the, like, halfway down your head it was like yes like a you know what i'm talking about oh i do it was like it was like the half up half down version of cornrows yep and also beads would frequently be in your hair always be or those like things that you wrapped around your hair those like colorful thread things those i i associate all of those things with like people coming back from vacation totally but also like white dudes do cornrows sometimes it's like a specific look it's like white people that have dreads i'm just like stop just stop it i don't get it you just no no i don't get it I have a firm stance on this and that stance is no um i did not take a ton of fashion notes i like um Again, Parker's wearing a sporty jacket. I love his sporty jackets. Uh, Manny's wearing like a weird racing jacket again. Like I think we have seen it before, but it's been a while. I don't hate it. 
uh, that band Money Money are all wearing cheap sunglasses in the dark. And I'm like, why is this happening to me? Fucking Money Money. God damn it, Money Money. Um, let's see. Ellie's makeup looks great in the episode. I mean, it usually does, but I like I especially noticed it. I like Manny's yellow pants outfit. <laughs> Her like banana yellow capris. Yeah, with the with, like, like the brown shirt, shirt with the yeah. yellow accents. I'm into it. And the yellow flip flops. Yellow flip flops. It's a good look. That also reminds me, I feel like during this time, like having multiple pairs of different colored flip flops was a thing. Yep. Like everyone old navy. Oh yeah, old navy flip flops, two for five dollar deal. Mm-hmm. It was like the end all be all. I had so many flip flops. I also lived in California, so I didn't know if that was like a thing everywhere else. Oh no, it was a thing. <laughs> it was also a thing in New Jersey, and we didn't have as much need for flip flops. Um, Liberty, I like, I like her, her pigtails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like her pigtails, and I also like her dump uh, her denim, denim dress. maternity dress. Yeah, yeah. it's very yep. cute. Yep, it's a good look. I was feeling that. Um, Ellie looks great with the jeans and blazer combo. Yeah. When she, like, goes to, like, talk to Craig in the garage and, like, convince him that he should be doing this by himself because, duh. Um. That's all I got. That's all I got, too. All right. Cool. Great. Um. Oh, yeah. So we're in the dot and Craig is, like, failing history. And then they're all, t- and then Marco's like, like, you're not freaking out about it? Like, what about college? La, la, la. And Craig is like, I don't need to go to college. Like, Ellie and I are just going to, like, do music. Or- I know. His whole thing is he's like, I mean, who even wants to go to university? And Marco raises his hand and Jimmy raises his hand. And he's like, okay, well, you guys. And Marco's Marco totally calls Ellie out. And he's like, and Miss Ellie Nash, who wants to be a journalist. Yeah. And she's like, whatever, shut up. Because, like, she's very clearly trying to be like, no, Craig, I'm, like, the same as you. Yeah. And then Jimmy fucking is just like, so, Ellie, what are you going to do? Just, like, follow Craig around? Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, fair. And Craig is like, no, man, it's going to be about the music. Like, we're going to live it up. And it's like, no, she's clearly going to be just following you around because she is in love with you. And you lead her on. <laughs> Pretty much all the time. Um, until you both die. Seriously. Um, and then he talks about all you get at college is a useless BA worth an F. And I'm like, haha, I get it. <laughs> well done. And then Spinner comes over and hands them a copy of a CD by a band called Money Money. And then Jimmy is like, what, is this a copy of you and Darcy singing Jesus Loves You? Which made us both laugh. And Spinner's like, um, no, this is Money Money. Like somebody who works here in the kitchen and the... I don't know. I think it was he said like it was his dishwasher dishwasher's band. Is like in this band and they're gonna be at the showcase and they're like really good. And he's like They're your competition. They're your competition. Blah blah blah. It's like, okay, Spinner, thank you. Um, for some exposition here. And then we cut to the next scene is they're at the showcase and they're singing their song and I can't decide like what it sounds like. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, I actually, when I heard it, I was like, this is a little Franz Ferdinandy. 
Um, it's like, I, I feel like I'd have to listen to it again because it's not reggae. It's not reggae, but it's not quite funk no. anymore either. No. It's like funk rock reggae emo. Yeah. It's an interesting song. I and don't hate it. I don't hate it, but it's like it sounds real rough because that's like the whole thing about the band. It's like the band sounds rough. And, and all of a sudden Ellie's drumming is terrible, which I feel like came out of nowhere like it was never bad yeah yeah like spinner was often bad yeah Ellie hasn't been like noticeably bad like enough for me to write down why does ellie suck like ellie now sucks like can't keep time whereas before she was fine yeah she was fine like at their wedding she was fine thing. for like ev- all their practices like she hasn't had any Issues. I feel like they just like made her suck out of nowhere to cause tension. Yeah, it was weird. Um, but then they're like immediately followed by a very screamy band, which we find out is Money Money. And I like kind of didn't hate them. I didn't hate them either. Because I, it like reminds me of the music of my youth. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I would listen to this probably at yeah. this time. Um, did not care for their sunglasses, though. They looked real dumb. No, they looked stupid. And then, like, after they're done playing, we're, like, uh, still at, like, the club or wherever they're at. And the whole band, all of downtown Sasquatch is like, okay, so they're good. It's like, but they're kind of, like, skeezy, but whatever. And speaking of skeezy, then this sleazy, like, manager guy comes up to them and is like, I heard you guys. Like, you sound really good. And they're like, oh, yeah. I mean, we're not money money. And he's like... No, those guys, they have no depth. Not like you guys. And then he basically was like, I want to manage you guys. And they're all, like, excited. Yeah. And it's really, like, Craig's entire face, like, is so surprised and, like, genuinely lights up when he's like, I want to manage you. It's really (laughs) sweet. But he, like, basically throws, like, all these digs at the band. He's like, the band's rough. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, you're great. Yeah. And we're like, we see what's happening here. And then Craig gets home. And we and like Diane is still here and she and Joey are watching Dancing with the Stars on the couch. But then Craig comes in and turns it off and is like, guess what? This manager, he wants to represent us. And then and Joey and Diane are like, oh, my God, that's so exciting. And then like Manny pops out of nowhere. Yeah, where the hell? Realize she was there. No, like all the. Literally, I said out loud, where the hell did Manny come from? <laughs> She's just like pops over like the corner. Like she was just like standing behind Craig the whole time. Yeah. And then Joey's like, oh, by the way, you got this thing in the mail. It's from U of T, which I'm assuming is like University of Toronto. And and then it turns out that Craig got early acceptance and a full scholarship to U of T. Which, which I'm is sorry. Very confusing. Unlikely. Because Craig is clearly bad at school and has never been, like, we've never been told that he's good at school. Also, like, how did he get a scholarship? No, that's what I mean. Like, in order to get a scholarship, you have to be, like... Like, good at school and also, like... really good at sports. In need of it at the same time, probably. Um, And he has has inheritance money. Yeah. I don't know. But then Craig is like... 
I don't know, though. Like, I don't think I can pass up this band opportunity. My future is music. I can't pass this up. And everyone's like, um, what? <laughs> Which, like, I'm actually a little torn on. Because I'm like, on the one hand, Craig is 17 and kind of dumb. So this is maybe not a great idea to pass up a full scholarship. But on the other hand, I mean, this is, like, his dream. Yeah. And he would probably... And this is his opportunity, like... I feel like breaks in this industry are harder to come by. He can always defer for a year. Exactly. Also, he can afford to go without the full scholarship. This is really a make or break situation. It's not like super high stakes here. Yeah. It's like, dude, try the band thing for a while. Yeah. I think like I'm not like I'm not mad about him being like my future is music because he actually has a really good chance at making it. <laughs> yeah. His future kind of is music. It's what he wants to do anyway. Yeah. He's not good at school. He doesn't want to go to school. Yeah. Artists like that, I feel like a lot of time, end up dropping out of college and then just have like 50 grand in debt anyway. Yeah. It's, yeah. So then the next scene, we're like taking band photos of everyone and they're kind of rough and super awkward like marco why do you still have corn cornrows for these photos just the whole episode the cornrows i can't take it and then leo the manager is like this isn't working let me rearrange you and then like pushes everyone to the back and craig to the front and it's like i see what's going on here and then craig is like um leo i'm kind of all about the band and then leo's like well now the band is about you. And it's like, oh boy. Yikes. He also um, calls Ellie a chick on sticks. Yeah. Which is he like, just does not like Ellie from the beginning. He hates Ellie. Which is confusing because I feel like most sleazy managers would, would want to like take the hot girl up. and yeah. make her more naked and like put her in the front. Yeah. Play with the fact that they like have a girl in the band in the first place. Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't want more than one girl in the band. Don't get me wrong. But they love to have a token hot girl. Seriously. Um, But then the next scene, they are in the dot waiting for Leo to come meet them. And Ellie comes in and like goes and sits across the room because she's just not having any of it. She's like, the chick on six will like contribute from over here or whatever, or sell it from over here because that's what yeah that made me Leo laugh. Says he's when, like sell it from the back. Yeah, and she's like the chick on six is gonna sell it from over here. Yeah, she sits at a totally different table. And then Leo comes in to meet them and is like, so guess what? They expect three bands for the final night of the showcase and downtown Sasquatch is one of them. But and if you end up winning, then they usually like take people on the road and do all these things. And it's like a really cool opportunity. And then Marco is like, wait, months? We can't do, like, because he says it's going to happen for months. And he's like, we have exams. It's going to like ruin our whole year and we have to go to college. And then because yeah, he's what he's saying, he's like, you we leave like in two days. Yeah. And then Marco's like, um, excuse me. No, I can't do that. And Leo and Craig are like, what? What? No, it's like, great. Whatever. And then um, and then Leo's like, well, for the showcase, like you guys all have to be great. Like the you're a little rough and you got to tighten up, like especially the drumming is a little rough. It's just again, just being such a dick to Ellie for no reason. 
And then Craig is like, no, 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 we'll be fine. We'll be fine. She'll be fine. It's fine. So then the next scene, we're in the garage and Craig is like helping Ellie like tighten up her drumming and then does is. the boy thing. He does the reach over boy thing. Let Which he's you. done before. Let me show you how to do this thing while I sit behind you and like wrap my arms around you and hold your hands because you're a tiny baby and you can't do anything by yourself. And then Manny walks in and she is not happy. And Craig's like, oh, hey, uh, we got to practice with a showcase. Like, it's like, that's what's happening. And the Manny is like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it seems like all you care about is like this showcase and Ellie. And she's not happy about anything. Which is super fair. Yeah. Also, she has been cheated on by Craig before. Yeah. I mean, I think she's totally justified in being mad. I actually was not annoyed by Craig and Manny that much in this episode. Yeah, they've been good the past few episodes, and maybe it's because... We just haven't really seen them. <laughs> well, that, and also probably because we're um we're about to lose Craig. Yeah. So it's going to be... It, it's like when they kill off a character that's notoriously, like, unlikable, and they make them really likable for, like, two episodes, and then they <laughs> kill them so that it, like, hurts your feelings. Yeah. Um, but then the next scene, Liberty and Toby are, like, getting ready for this assembly, and Miss H comes in, and she's like, hey, Liberty, like, you have been doing a lot lately. I'm, like, worried about your, how stressed you are and worried about your health, and I don't think you should go to the assembly today and i think you should just let toby do it and liberty's like pissed off and she thinks that toby like went behind her back and told on her to miss h and like toby is like what no what are you talking about and he's guilty because it's like he didn't go behind her back to miss h but he did to jt and jc went to miss h rightfully so because he's like she is overexerting herself yeah um, so then the next scene, the band is like performing for Leo again in the garage to be like, Hey, look, we tightened it up and they do sound a little better, but the, like, but Ellie is still totally off, but it's beat, still rough, which is crazy because she has not been off beat yet. Like this is, uh, it, it's annoying when I don't like when they do this. And then they're like, yeah, so that was better. Right. And Leo's like, yeah, it was better, but it's still not great. Like, honestly, it's the drumming, like. You're not a great drummer. Like, like it's not, it's like, that. I don't know what to tell you. Like, them's the breaks. It's not that big of a deal. He's like, you're not a drummer. I'm not a pilot. Whatever. Yeah. And then Craig is like, um, excuse me. Like, no, we're not getting, like, we're not getting another drummer. Or, well, or else, like, do you want a new singer? Like, I don't know. And he kind of just, like, it's like, he's He's like, it's either she stays or we all go. And it kind of. Which is dumb. Ends up falling apart. It's noble and very Craig. And it's like, so something that he would do for a girl. But also it's like, dumb. Dumb battle. Like, Craig, this is your dream. No one else in this band wants this as much as you. Yeah. Like, maybe Ellie, Ellie wants it, but she mostly wants it because Craig wants it. Yeah. Um, But then. The next scene, Toby's, like, putting shit in his car, and then we hear Liberty say, like, et tu, Toby, and she's like, I can't believe you, like, staged a coup to, like, 
get my job. She says a coup d'etat. Yeah, I'm coup like, d'etat. I'm like, Liberty, all the foreign languages. And Toby's like, I didn't betray you. And she's like, well, you're driving me to this assembly. And I'm like, why are they driving to an assembly? Did I miss the part about like it being off campus? I have no idea. I don't understand what the assembly is. I don't fully. either. I don't understand the transportation. I don't know why only two of them are going. It sounds like a conference for children. I don't understand <laughs> I why. No idea what this is even for. Um, and then they start driving there, and then Toby's car like breaks down because it's shitty and old. And it's his Bubby's car. It's his Bubby's car. And then Liberty is like, like, what is happening? I'm calling a cab. Oh, my God. And I guess she's, like, getting herself worked up. And then she goes into labor. And she's being really, well, before she's being so annoying about it. Like, I'm just like, Liberty. Like, she's, I get it. She's cranky. But she's, like, being so shitty to Toby. And she's, like, convinced that he's trying to, like, take over her position, which is dumb. And he tells her this is dumb. And Toby's being so funny. This whole thing. He's talking about his Bubby's car. And it's yeah. like. And I think he does at this point. He tells her. He's like, I didn't tell her. I told JT and he told her. And then this might be when Liberty is like, oh, my God, why is there water on the ground? Or maybe Toby says that. And then she's like, I'm going into labor. And Toby's like, what? No, we can't do this now. Not here. Not in my Bubby's car. <laughs> and he says something else, but I can't remember what it is. He's like, um, JT just wants to help you and you just want to do this. And I just want to help myself like into the loony bin or like something. He says something about like how he's like making himself crazy yeah. by doing this. Poor Toby. Poor he's Toby. like caught in the middle. Yeah. But whatever the line was, it was funny. This is like the best Toby's been for me in a while. Yeah, totally. Um, but then we cut to Ellie coming into the garage and talking to Craig and she's basically like oh wait um and Liberty says one other thing that made that I really liked um because she's like she's like call 911 but don't make a big deal about it <laughs> I'm like, That's, amazing it's like the most Liberty during this pregnancy <laughs> sentence I've heard oh my gosh um but then we're in Craig's garage and Ellie is, is like hey, so actually you should go solo <laughs> because nobody wants to do this and I'm not good at drumming and, like, you need to let go of us and basically just, like, talks him into going to showcase by himself with his guitar, which is probably, like, the best-case scenario for them anyway. Seriously. And he's like, but what? Like, and what if I win? Like, what about, like, what am I going to do? Like, what about Manny? What about Joey? What about Angela? Like, what about you? Or like, and she's like, like, they're going to be fine. They'll deal. And I'll just say goodbye. It's going to be fine. Like, just go to the showcase. And then he does. And he starts. And he's great. And he's playing a great song. And then, like, while he's playing the song, we get a montage of, like, oh, Liberty had her baby, I guess. Okay. Oh, and now she's giving it away. It's Why is this happening, like, during a montage while Craig is singing and not, like, okay, bye, baby, bye, pregnancy storyline. Like, I guess this is over now. Bye. And it, it is a sad scene, and I, and the music does make it emotional, but it does feel like it's, like, this happened so fast. It happened so fast. Like, we found out she was pregnant in, like, what, episode three? This is episode 13, and we, like, haven't seen her in every single, and it's, like, 
we've gotten like maybe like four or five episodes on this subject and it's like all right bye we're done like six or seven months has gone by in 10 episodes which seems (laughs) unlikely because technically you're pregnant for 10 months yeah yeah it was yeah i don't i don't even know um so then and then also during his song we see like a flashback to him kissing manny in her like pajamas which was the dumbest flashback and then it's like and then it flashes forward to him saying goodbye to the band and um which i thought was confusing so i'm like why are you doing a flashback and then a flash forward i don't know it was super weird the only reason Especially I knew it was a flash forward was because of Marco's <laughs> dumb hair. I know. And then he gets in the car, and then, like, Manny is in there with him. And I'm like, oh, what? Okay. And then they're, like, in the convertible, like, driving away. And then it just, like, freeze frames on Craig's, like, super happy face. And Which then is sweet. And then the episode is over. Liberty's baby is really cute. It, yeah. And we see it for two seconds, and then she gives it away. And, yeah, that was all we saw of that entire thing. It's a very cute two seconds. And I'm not a person who thinks babies are cute. <laughs> this is very specific. Yeah, so that's the episode. Um, we have a YouTube comment. And it is a delight. It made me laugh. Normally we have to, like, scroll for a long time. And this one I found right away because it was so good. Uh, this is from Probably Procrastinate. Probably procrastinating five months ago. And it says, Marco looks like a Walmart Sean Paul. <laughs> yeah. Which is the truest of facts. Get, bet, say, mess, ma I mean. I know the words. <laughs> I think it's shake that thing, miss something, something, something. Isn't the song called Get Busy, though? It is. Shake that, yeah, I don't know. Or that temperature There's- song. Uh, I got the rap temperature <laughs> for <laughs> I feel like I've done like several dances in various dance classes to that song, like <laughs> like like many Zumba classes and at girl, my gym. I'm gonna be the papa, you can be the mom. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, oh, Sean Paul, you were such a weird fad. Yeah. Um. Oh boy. All right. So. Spirit Squad captain of the episode. Manny. Not Manny. Ellie. I lied. Ellie. Because, like, Craig was going to give everything up to be like, I'm going to support Ellie. And Ellie's like, no, that's dumb. You're the best. None of us are very good. Just go live your dream, bro. Yeah, I support that. And I'm going to give an honorable mention to Toby. Because he's just, like, trying to be a good friend the whole time. Totally. Toby's a good one, too. I think that they are both, like, on equal levels. Yeah. Um, Ship of the episode. Ellie and Craig. Always. Yeah, I guess so. Sure. Um, moral? Moral of the episode. Follow your dreams. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Follow your dreams. Um, I guess... For liberty, listen to your doctor. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't overexert yourself. <laughs> That's really liberty specific. <laughs> listen to your doctor. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad advice. 
Oh, yep. Um, Grapevine today is a bit light, but we yeah. do have an announcement social media-wise. We have an Instagram now. Yeah, yes. Yay! We did it. Um, it's, uh, it's Degrassi Pod, at Degrassi Pod, the same handle as our Twitter, so that should be fairly easy to remember. Um, so far I've just been pa- posting, like, backloggy things, but... Um, I believe at Kelsey we'll has a TBT up. already teed up for us. It's true. Um, and at some point we'll catch up. Yeah. To well, where we're currently at. Yeah. Um, which will be good. So we'll post all the great memes that my sister makes. And if anybody else wants to like send us any kind of like art to our email, that would be cool. At whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. Um, and we'll post like maybe behind the scenes things. Maybe we'll post a selfie of us right now. We're literally lying on my bed recording this. <laughs> maybe not though. Um, but maybe but yeah. yes, because I'm wearing the most '90s dress that I own, That's and it's very making true. me very happy. That's very true. Um. But yeah, so that's exciting. We also have a quick little email from Thomas, Thomas Sparks, who Yay. hasn't emailed us in quite some time. I know. Thomas, we haven't heard from you in a while. We missed you. We were worried. <laughs> but you're back. Um, and he said, okay, if you had a storyline on Degrassi, would you rather be dating either Spinner or JT? Holland, what do you think? I don't want to date either of them. Well, yeah, I know. But that's that's how would you rather work. I know. Um... Probably JT. I think that's good. Yeah. What about you? Do you have a reason? Just because he seemed like he'd be like less for me to worry about. <laughs> I get that. And he's funny. He is funny. Although I don't know. I can't decide. Maybe Spinner. I feel like I'm more like attracted to Spinner in like at least in the later years. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, see, my my gut reaction was Spinner just because on a rewatch, he looks closer to my age. That's true. And it makes me JT more comfortable. JT looks like a child. And it makes me more comfortable to say Spinner. But, like, thinking, lo- thinking logistically, I mean, I feel like JT and I would get along better. But also, I feel like JT and I would get along better as, like, buddies. Because, like, yeah. he's funny and, like, we can yeah. hang out and be friends. I don't know if I'd want to, like, make out with JT. Yeah, exactly. I could make out with Spinner. Totally. Yeah. Like, Spinner and I could, like, party together and have a good time. Like, I feel like Spinner would be, like, a really fun short-term boyfriend. Yes, totally. Like, I'm not marrying Spinner. No. I'm not moving in not with Spinner. Not pulling Emma. I'm not introducing Spinner to my mother. Like, <laughs> Spinner and I can, like, low-key date, like, casually for yeah. a little while. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. We'll like get drunk with Jay in the ravine. Whatever. <laughs> Perfect. Play some frisbee. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Spinner, but I'm gonna give JT an honorable friendship mention. Yeah. Yeah. But when I was younger, I totally would have picked JT. When I was younger, I would have like not even hesitated to pick Spinner because I had a weird crush on him. Really? Yeah. I think I, I had kind of a crush on JT for a while. I never did. But Whatever. I've always liked boys who are too skinny. 
<laughs> generally like that's, that's historically been String like my beans. weird type is like <laughs> awkward gangly Amazing. motherfuckers <laughs> i gotcha um all right i think that's all we have grapevine wise um yeah but... we had some tweets but i'm like i don't know they were there were there weren't really any questions or anything yeah so, if you would like to be featured on future grapevines, you can tweet at us at Degrassi Pod. We're also on Tumblr at whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. You can send us messages there. Um, we're now on Instagram at Degrassi Pod. Um, and you can send us emails at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. We're also on SoundCloud. You can send us messages there or leave us comments on the episodes. Maybe we can start reading more of those. Um, And then we're also on iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, if you could subscribe, rate, and review, that would be super cool. And if you do leave us a review, we will... Like, write you a fan fiction about you and someone from Degrassi. It doesn't have to be romantic. It could be an anti-ship like we did a couple episodes ago. Which, frankly, I thought was a delight. I thought it was a delight because there's only so many, like, shippy fan fictions we can come up with. Like, all of them involve a band. So, like, anti-ships are also refreshing. Um, But, yeah. That's where you can find us, and and on and personally, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at KelSucks with a Z at the end. And what are you going to recommend for the fine people today? Um, I'm actually recommending an Instagram. It's uh, Doctor spelled D R, not spelled out Doctor uh, Lindsay Fitzharris. Uh, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-F-I-T-Z-H-A-R-R-I-S. Um, I guess the best way to describe this Instagram is to read the bio. Um, medical historian, storyteller, purveyor of strange and gruesome history. Uh, I'm showing Holland some of the things. All right. <laughs> A lot of, like, skeletal things. It's good. But, so basically she posts, like, all this, like, medical history stuff and like spooky like weird gross things um and like weird instruments (laughs) but she writes a lot of um she like writes a whole like thing underneath about like what the photo is of and like the historical relevance and it's like it's really a whole thing but you learn a lot and it's real and she's so brilliant and she just like writes all this cool shit and her most recent one today was um a naturally preserved inca mummy oh my gosh uh and it's amazing it's it's so cool just everything she does is so cool so that's where i'm at i'm very obsessed with her i know it's it's (laughs) it's like truly like the most me thing that i found um but yeah dr Lindsay fitzharris she is a goddamn delight. Cool. Um, I'm just going to recommend the most recent season of Sherlock because I just finished it and it's great. Also, you can just like watch it on PBS for free and it's great. Everyone should watch it. I loved it. It's really great. Just for just watch Sherlock. Also, the first three seasons are on Netflix, so like do that. Um, but 
I think that's all we have for today. So thank you for listening. Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.